Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 88, and this will be dealing with the FBI's file on Bigfoot. Um, this one in itself has a lot of conspiracy theories. Um, if you re read my book, um, Creatures of Folklore, Fact or Fiction, uh, you will know that I am not a Bigfoot believer, nor do I believe there's any scientific or physical evidence proving the existence of such creature. Um, there's just not enough evidence really even to suggest that this is uh, anything more than a romantic belief of individuals searching for something mysterious, uh, unexplained. But then if you remember our last episode, uh, the search for Sam Adams, one may not be so quick as to endeavor in the, into a long journey into the woods without <laughs> the proper equipment, one being a gun. Um, so... <clears throat> The FBI file, I read the whole FBI file on the uh, Freedom of Information Act on uh, their take into Bigfoot. And <clears throat> to preface this um, podcast, the FBI never really began or had an investigation concerning Bigfoot. Um, the only documents that the FBI received uh, were to possibly examine um, 15 hairs that may have possibly belonged to some unidentified creature. And that's as that's as far as it goes. There's no other. Um, there's nothing more to be said about it. Um, the here the animal hairs in question, <clears throat> as the FBI stated, that the FBI only um, really analyzes. Uh, evidence pertaining to crimes and obviously Bigfoot is not a crime but in a way to kind of appease uh, <clears throat> the individual that sent it whose last name was uh, Byron uh, they conducted an, uh, an analysis of the, uh, the 15 hairs and it was all determined that the hairs were <clears throat> related to a species of deer and this bantering went on between the uh, Academy of Applied Science, uh, a couple <clears throat> Bigfoot uh, investigations, but really the, the FBI uh, never had any type of uh, investigation into the existence of Bigfoot or any other creature of that matter. As a matter of fact, uh, um, the file itself contained um, 
22 uh, pages, uh, one which was a blank page. Uh, several others were just of uh, basic newspaper clippings, and then uh, the rest were uh, <clears throat> just bantering between, uh, you know, the um, these these 15 hairs, animal hairs, and I believe they were sent in on February 24th of 77. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just trying to find the original the original uh, document, FBI document here. Uh, okay, the original document was uh, listed as February 24th, 1977. It was sent by uh, Howard S. Curtis, Executive Vice President, Academy of Applied Science, uh, <clears throat> Boston, Massachusetts. I th actually, this was, uh, I think, what was sent to him. <clears throat> it said, Dear Mr. Curtis, the hairs which you recently delivered to the FBI laboratory examined by uh, transmitted and incandescent light microscopy. The examination included a study of morphological characteristics such as root structure, uh, moldenary structure, and some other type of uh, thickness structure in addition to uh, a scale cast, not sure what that means exactly. The hairs were compared directly with hairs of known origin under a comparison microscope. It was concluded as a result of this examination that the hairs are of the deer family origin. The hair samples you submitted are being returned as enclosed in this letter. And this came from Jade Cochran Jr., Assistant Director of FBI science and technological services and divisions. So, in essence, this letter, besides bantering between other groups and stuff like this about the hairs, uh, was really the only official letter, and I think that was sent out on March 1st of 77. So, <clears throat> you know, here, here again we get into the conspiracy theory um, about things. Uh, you know, like I said in my research, you know, for some of you that know me, some of you don't don't know me, I, I will give you a quick Reader's Digest version. Uh, I've been in the law enforcement field for 35 years. Um, I know a little about investigation. I know a little about research. I've also written uh, several books on true crime, cold case files. Uh, which kind of gives me a little bit of heads up, and also I have a 30-year background in archaeology, so I, I am somewhat familiar with the sciences, investigative natures, and research natures. So, uh, like I said in my book, um, you know, uh, Creatures of Folklore, Fact or Fiction, which is out there on Amazon somewhere, um, I was never able to find anything to suggest the existence of anything except for what we already know wandering in the woods. Um, I know other people would like to believe that there's these things out there and what really kills me is people not only spend a whole lifetime looking for chasing these type of boogeymen but also spend an incredible amount of money um, which could be just put in uh, 
better places, you know. Um, you know, I think, I th you know, from what I can remember, the Bigfoot uh, phenomenon began in, I think it was 1958, um, when a journalist named Andrew uh, Gianzoli, um he worked at the time for Humboldt Times, uh, highlighted a, uh, a letter uh, about a logger in Northern California who discovered mysterious large footprints, maybe uh, possibly belonging to Sasquatch, abominable snowman, Bigfoot. Um, and he wrote a letter, I believe in this newspaper, I think it was September 21st of 58. Uh, this is where um, this is where the uh, <clears throat> this Bigfoot uh, uh, phenomenon started, and I was reading through here a variety. Uh, there are uh, various wild men myths, which is interesting because if you you look up the term wild man, and I, it just clicked with me right now, wild man was a term that. Um, David Pilatus, who him and I sometimes agree, sometimes we don't agree, most often we don't agree uh, on things like with the disappearance of um, Dennis Lee Martin, uh, June 24th, 1969 in the uh, Smoky Mountain uh, Forest. Pilatus has stated on several occasions that uh, he was taken, you know, abducted by a Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and the wild man. Now, now I see the term wild man here <clears throat> in the original 58 version of um, this article uh, written in the Humboldt Times. Uh, now I know where he came up with these three. Um, uh, terms for uh, his, his statements in the uh, Missing 411, uh, and if you read my <clears throat> book, The Disappearance of Dennis Lade Martin, you'll realize that uh, I actually spoke with um, Harold Key. I was the only individual to speak with Carol He, and I was the last person to speak with uh, Harold Key, who was the individual that witnessed this wild man at Rowan's Creek, him and his uh, two sons and daughter and wife, and <clears throat> when you when you come to terms that uh, there was no such thing as a wild man, uh, it was just a term made up. It was a uh, what do they call them? Buzzwords, you know, like assault rifle, you know, buzzwords that automatically catch your attention, but in re reality don't really mean anything. Um, there was supposed to be also um, in this initial fifty-eight a sixteen-inch track that was. Uh, Somebody put plaster Paris in there, and it was found in the vicinity of Bluff Creek, uh, <clears throat> which is, I guess, um, in the same area where the uh, original uh, Bigfoot, uh, 1958 version of the Bigfoot, uh, you know. You know, since then, 70s, <clears throat> It was interesting because, you know, between the 70s and 80s, this was a really big um, 
big thing, and of course in '87, you know, you had Harry and the Hendersons. Actually, I watched it. It was a pretty cool, uh, cool movie. But you know, nothing for nothing. But that's as far as I, uh, that's as far as I get with Bigfoot. So, <clears throat> on that note, the FBI never had an official investigation in Bigfoot. Um, the file is only 22 pages, and it all is banter around one letter, uh, which was requesting for the. Uh, examination of um, 15 hairs which were later determined to be um, related to the deer family so once again there's no supporting uh, evidence that any such creature exists um, although I have heard that the government has one frozen uh, in a bunker underground somewhere um, probably along with the aliens from Roswell, which actually happened to be a uh, a high altitude uh, sonar balloon project mogul that uh, had failed and crashed. So, with that being said, my name is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, and I will see you for episode eighty-nine. Not sure what that'll be, but it'll probably be something uh, really bizarre. Uh, and as I, as I said in past episodes, if you wanna, if you're a person that likes uh, unexplained homicides, disappearances, uh, I can also, uh, you know, refer you to uh, Terry Sutton's um, homepage, which is uh, Savage Watch. And if you wanna even really <clears throat> have some more bizarre things to uh, listen to. Uh, Micah Hanks does the uh, Graylin Report. Uh, I believe he's out of uh, somewhere out of North Carolina or somewhere down in the Carolinas um, <clears throat> or maybe even near Tennessee. But uh, he has some really bizarre stuff on there that you might want to uh, take a look at. And uh, <clears throat> until later, like I always say, if you're in a dark place, especially in the woods in the dark, you got to first under ask yourself, what the hell are you doing there? My question to you is, yeah, what the hell are you doing there? I mean, you know what? There's places to be, and there's places not to be, and that would probably be a place not to be. Until next time, I will see you later.